Welcome to Intuitive Art Sales. This is the show where I, Jessica Craddock, am going to teach you how to source your art marketing from within. You're going to practice claiming that authentic art business that you want and leading into the most natural way for you to get there. You're going to learn to get connected to your intuition, your confidence, and your community so that you can sell your art consistently while holding strong boundaries on your work-life balance. Hello, and I'm here with Ia Yamosa. She's a collage artist who lives in the Canary Islands and is originally from Venezuela. So Ia, we're just going to jump right in today so that we can make sure to cover as much as we want. So imagine that we are celebrating a year from now because you've really done it and you are working with brands and you're collaborating with hotels and events for big, doing events for big companies, and you're a huge inspiration for others. So I love that already. <laughs> <sighs> Tell me more about that. A year from now, I love that what you said. I think I would also love to have a good life and work balance because it sounds very exciting, but I don't want to be exhausted from it. So that would be something that would be really nice as well. Also, I would still love to be learning new things, experimenting new things, and basically showing up and being consistent. Yeah. So when you say consistent, how does that feel for you? So consistency for me feels basically showing up, showing up to creating showing up to sharing, telling my story, updating websites, social media, things like that. I've I've learned, or at least I'm trying to learn that with consistency doesn't always mean that I have to be perfect at everything because we do wear many hats being pretty much artists. So I'm trying to accept that as well because I've learned that, you know, we, I also want to portray myself as I am natural and I'm not perfect in everything. So I like that. Like for me, consistency is just showing up, whether I'm afraid, whether I'm not feeling like creating, but being authentic and just sharing my story as well and making sure that I create. So let me see if I am really understanding what you're saying underneath what you're saying, because you're saying you want to show up consistently. And, you know, I hear that you want to be consistent, but I feel like that's not really the thing you want. I think what you want, and correct me if I'm wrong here, is that you want to make sure that you are always learning and growing and experimenting and becoming a version of yourself where you're not afraid and where you are always there and committed to this vision that you have. Yes, definitely. For example, something that I've noticed is that right now I'm, I'm really happy what with pretty much how I've been going and, and the things that I'm getting. But I know that I need to put myself out there and mm-hmm. sign up for calls for art and write emails to people. And sometimes that's scary, but I know if I keep consistently also doing that, in a way, it's going to open doors for me in the long run. I can continue to show up and be consistent because things will still um, be like putting together. So it's not like I'm just creating and then I'm afraid that there's an empty void and I don't know what's next month. So it's almost like you want 
the things that you are doing to show you that people are listening and watching and results are happening as a result of your actions. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. We could jump right into like, here's what you should do. But I feel like if I were to share with you or pull out of you, what are the things that you already have that could help you get what you want? It's going to help you feel a little bit more empowered as opposed to me just giving you an assignment and then you having to find the willpower to do it. Okay. So what do you already have in place in your life that can help you be that consistent artist, whether it's within you, outside of you, where is that? So I'm not sure I'm getting this question right. I'm going to tell you and you can, you know, guide me yes. if I'm Go ahead. going off the bushes. But for example, my portfolio, I have a really good portfolio already of different collaborations with brands and things that I can already contact people and show some examples. The same as for my website and, and my social media that are things that sometimes I, of course, still want to create like special things for to show and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I think with what I have, I can already start doing those things. That's a perfect answer. So I think what you said was, and I'm gonna do a lot of this because I just wanna make sure I'm understanding. <laughs> I think what you said was, I've spent a lot of time getting ready and I have it all ready. And now I've come to the precipice where I have to jump. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yes. Have you done any jumping? that you would like to share yet? Yeah, there's a couple of things. Like for example, just to you know, talk about where I am right now, the past couple of months, I've been reaching out to local brands, really small ones here where I live. And they've been really open to work with me. And that has been great because even though it hasn't meant like economical compensation, it's been great for both sides. I have gotten to grow my portfolio because of that. Also walking around and discovering this island where I'm living, I've, you know, knocked on doors. Hey, is this a gallery? And I actually have right now my first solo show because I just knocked on a door and asked. So I'm really happy about that. I saw a really cool call for art and I had just done my uh, last collection and I submitted it and I got chosen to be an online exhibition. So I have noticed that things work out, but it's like you said, it's kind of scary sometimes to just jump. For me, for example, something that I wanted to tell you and that that's like pushing me back right now is in terms for goals and working with companies and hotels and collaborations and things like that. Even though I have like some idea of some clients, I'm having a hard time researching who to contact because it's a big company. Do I just contact marketing? Do I contact them on their Instagram? And I know it's silly, but it's like these types of details that I think right. are pushing me back right now. Because if somebody would just tell me it's this person, I would be like, oh, Awesome, but that's not the case. So <laughs> I have to do that sometimes. Yeah, that's what's right now like blocking me a bit. I, I, I'm trying to build a list and I've been like for a month, like, no, I'm building a list and the list is pretty much blank. I'm just following more people on Instagram, basically. But you do have a list. You have a written down, I want to contact at least three or four people. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Okay, so you want the, the quick and easy answer. One of my favorite rules is 
ask for what you want. In this case, if it's a hotel, I would really love to do a collaboration with them. You call up the hotel and you say, here's what I'm looking for. Is there someone in particular I should speak to? And they will give you the answer. Okay. I know it's most of the things that we put off and put off and put off because we have to figure it out really do have a pretty simple answer behind them. Yeah, I know. It's like a way of procrastinating in a bit. (laughs) It is, but it's almost, I don't want to call it self-sabotage. But that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. (laughs) I, I do the same thing. Everyone does the same thing. So don't feel like that is a characteristic that you have. It's just something that it's the way our brains work. I have to work on it. That's it. So exactly. So I've been thinking about this new kind of hybrid course coaching product that I want to put together and I've been outlining it. And I found myself not doing the movement activities. So when I sat down, I was like, okay, I got to record some videos. I started looking at the list and I was like, oh, that looks really long. I'm not sure I want to do this anymore. So what I did was I took out my notebook and I wrote down, how can I make this happen starting today? And I just let myself sit with that question for an hour. I think I was taking a bath or sitting on my patio or something. And these just like kind of flashes of inspiration would come of how could I do it a little bit easier? And how could I use what I already have? And how can I pull from my strengths? Basically what I ended up with was a list of four or five ways that I could start putting it out right now imperfectly. Here's the kicker. If I was listening to the voice of it has to be perfect, it has to look like this, it has to be like that. I would have disregarded all of those ideas. But when you look at things from a place of, again, how can I do this right now? What are my strengths? What do I already have? Which was the question that I was asking you. What are your strengths? What do you already have? It makes it a lot easier to take those forward steps. Makes sense. Yeah, it does. Okay. So you were telling me that the obstacles that are in your way, first of all, is you not knowing what to do next. Yeah, kind of a freeze mode of. <laughs> so after hearing that, do you feel like it's really that you don't know what to do next or that you are letting yourself stay up here and not oh, give definitely. yourself a moment to think of the answer? Yeah, definitely. I think it's uh, a mindset shift that I have to do because like, I love how you said, just call. And it's like, oh, huh, you know, very analog. Yeah, call, pick up the phone and ask. And I love that because it totally makes sense. And it's the kind of thing that maybe it's putting me back. But yes, I think I know like different things that I could do and just even write an email. I have examples of emails that I can use for this it's just basically in my mind like not doing it besides your telling yourself I don't know what to do are there any obstacles outside of you or is it mostly just inside 
sometimes, uh, and I don't know if this is like inside or outside, but I do feel that I don't really know. Sometimes I would look at a company, it says like, oh, it has similar values than mine, or I just, you know, see something and sponsor uh, ad or something on social media. And I like that company. But sometimes I don't really know like where to look. I don't know, for example, there's a website where companies put things out there and things like that. I know you can do research and I do have a list of like dream companies and other things that I've been saving, but yeah, I don't know if I'm missing something like there's that opportunity and there's companies yeah. looking for something like that. And I don't see it because I don't know where to look, for example. That's a really good question. And to be perfectly honest with you, I don't have an answer for you of here is a very specific website that's going to just list them all for you. But here is my answer. If you have one, you have enough. Okay. Because you have that one that you haven't reached out to. You don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know if they're going to say yes. You don't know if they're going to say no. You don't know what that opportunity will lead to. So for example, there is a girl in one of my coaching groups, let's call her Sarah. And she decided to go to a couple of art fairs this summer. That was something that she wanted to try out. And when she came back from one of them, she said, you know, I'm kind of disappointed. I made about enough to cover my fee and that's about it. Nothing really came of it. We started talking about it and she had actually had a couple of conversations with people that were interested in commissions. They hadn't come to fruition yet, but she had created opportunities by being there. So one of those opportunities was a commission that was much bigger than anything she'd ever done. And it was something she really wanted to pursue. So she went and followed that. I I'm 95% sure she's going to get it because she's still kind of in that wavery state. But the way that I see it is that big commission made her go out and talk about it on social media. And that big commission is going to be hanging in someone's house and it's going to lead to more. Yeah, so like it's really effect. about, yeah, it's about following the threads. Think about it like the spider web. So yes, it's just one little thread but it branches out to here, to here, to here. Does every single one? No, but if you look for the opportunities, a lot of times it does. It's when you get really focused on, I have to ask and they have to say yes to being my brand collaboration client and they have to pay me X dollars. When you put expectations like that on it, you miss all the opportunities. So it's about following the thread, asking, seeing what comes of it. And it might be that they say, no, but you know, I actually might know someone who might. Then that one that you had turns into two, turns into four. That's not to say that you're never going to go have to look for your next opportunity. That's, you have to be able to put yourself out there in a way that's can help people find you so that you can notice more opportunities. But, but I don't want that to keep you stuck. 
what I would much rather you do is just follow the ones as you see them. Then as a side note, also figure out how do I want to be showing up in the world? They're almost two okay. separate things. Okay. It's not that you have to do this to do this or vice versa. No, I could do both of them. And and I like what you said, because that was going to be my next question. Okay, once I start doing this, like how often should I do it? I mean, it, it would be a good problem to have, but you never know if everybody answers right at once with yes, or should you just continue and continue and continue? Like you just said, I think that's the answer probably as they start showing up, like I see something I like, go for it and then wait. But something like that, right? Yeah. I'm not okay. real big on waiting. I am big on what <laughs> is the one step I can take next. Okay. Which is different than how do I get to here? Because if I can just take one step, it's never going to look like what you think it's going to look like. Okay. I think about how you got here. I doubt that you grew up as a little kid saying, I want to collaborate with hotels as a collage artist. There's very little chance of that being a thing. You yeah. probably went from here to here to here to here. To and if you look back on your history, you're going to say, well, it all fell into place perfectly. And that was how it was supposed to go. It's the same thing with having the plan on here. Sure, you need to have the vision. What do I want? And you do. You have a very clear one. And that's amazing. To get there, it's just one step. Okay. So let's think about over the next six to 12 months, what are the things that your big picture, what would I like to see you hit milestones or plans or any of those kinds of ideas? So first of all, like you said, having that consistency. Consistency to me doesn't usually mean the same thing that it means to everybody else. It doesn't mean once a week I need to reach out to someone because I don't feel like our energy works that way. Yeah, But definitely. I do believe in setting goals. So what that might look like is if you're original idea would be, I want to reach out to one company per week. Maybe that changes into, I want to reach out to four companies a month. That's really a very different thing because it might be that one day you reach out to all four and okay. then the rest of the month you are following the threads. Okay. That is in your control. I don't love goal setting that I need to land one collaboration a week. Probably a lot of people would disagree with me there, but this is how I have found that I'm able to experiment and find out what works for me is by setting me-centered goals instead of external-centered goals. No, and like you said, in my case, I don't like that type of goal either. Maybe that's what's in my head, but it doesn't end up being that. I like it too. Right. For example, I've gotten this month out of the blue, like two collaborations. One is for a book cover and the other one was for an editorial. Maybe I wasn't looking for that, but I love doing that as well. So yeah. I'd rather just land on putting myself out there, which is basically the goal. <laughs> right. So it, you are, 
I think you already know this, but you are looking for the surprise and the delight and the magic and the what might come to me if I do show up in this way. Yeah. So I want you to one, write down a goal of how many brands would I like to reach out to in the next three months or the next six months or the next 12 months. So that's step one. Step two is to make sure that you don't stop yourself by using your notebook. That's the easiest way I can do this. How can I make it happen without procrastinating? How can I get what I want today? Honestly, and I'm going to give you one more, but I think if you just stuck to those two, you will be making $3,000 in no time, which it was what you told me your monthly goal was. Yes. The last thing that I'm going to tell you, remember I, we said, we're going to separate these two because I don't want one to influence the other, but is maybe monthly by monthly. I want you to think of a way that you would like to put yourself out there in a interactive capacity with brands that you would love to work with. But let me ask directly, because when you say interactive and and because I follow you and love uh, what you do, I'm thinking video. But even better than video is you having a conversation with them. So I happen to know Ia, we've had several conversations in the past. So I know that you teach classes to big brands. Yes. I think that that is an excellent opportunity for you to get to know some decision makers or people who can connect you with decision makers. So what I would really encourage you to do is to keep reaching out to those companies that you want to work with, either um, saying, I'd like to gift you a class because I'm just be perfectly honest. Like, here's my goal. I would love to work with your company, but I know that that's a big thing to go from zero to a hundred. So I'd like to get to know your people better. Okay. I like what you're saying, because I think it's especially for everybody then who, who, hears this or watches this I think something that Jessica is actually pointing out which I love is sometimes we have diverse incomes we think of them like different parts of us as artists but in the end they they all are part of the same because I think of my teaching like something separate because it helps my income but it's not like me making art to big brands but they can be connected and I love that just trying to connect all the different, like build relationships with all the different incomes and see where that leads or what grows from them. Exactly. And the one tweak that I want you to make from what you're already making is that I want you to state your intention. Okay. Because that's going to really keep it from a place of, oh, I offered them this thing, now I'm going to bait and switch it. So you mean when I reach out to anyone, just directly, bluntly stating, I want to work with you in some way, I would love to, okay. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 
I, I have well, a question for you, actually, just to see yeah. what you think. So sometimes just from reading different blogs and things like that, I've heard that when you're reaching out for collaboration, it's better to ask um, for something directly and not just working with you, but I would love to work with you on the next spring, fall edition doing blah, blah, blah. I don't like that approach because... I don't know, <laughs> maybe don't even think for me for the spring summer, but to do some decorations for the store or something. How is the way I can put out my intention that states maybe I could do this without overwhelming the person, but also giving them a clear idea of, I don't know what she wants, or yeah, I think I know yeah. what she wants. So I think what you, where you need to start is what do you want? So I know you said, I don't want to say, I want to be in your spring or fall edition, but where are you the expert? Where do you feel like you shine? Where do you love to work? What is your zone of genius? And put that into a sentence or two. Okay. And yeah, I'm a collage artist. My zone of genius is working with brands to create, I'm going to make this up, to create ads that have a unique look or I make window displays or whatever the thing is that you want to do maybe it's two things don't give them a ton of options okay because that becomes overwhelming but this is where I really shine and I would love to work with you on something in that realm if you are open to it However, in the meantime, I know that you don't know anything about me and you want to know if we'd be a good fit. So I'd love to offer you this class for 10 of your people. Okay. Something along those lines. Okay. I like that. That answer your question? Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Good. Okay. So I gave you the big picture, which is really just repeated action steps which is what you said you wanted in the beginning. And I think it's what you need. So the first thing that I would do is you already said you have a, a list of a few people. Mm -hmm. So your action step is, I love to actually start not with the ask, but with the, how can I, maybe the word is beneficial but maybe the word is just a good human being to that brand so it might be you leave them a review it might be that um, you give them a hey I noticed you and I think that your brand is amazing I love your values and good job showing up you know, whatever it is, it might be a compliment. It might be a something that they want. It might be sending a handwritten note or a small thoughtful gift or, you know, anything that can start that relationship off on a good foot Okay. that you're not just immediately coming in with a, Hey, can you give me? Okay. So that's step one. And then step two is ask, who do I need to talk to? Okay. And I want you to do that for everyone on your list and see what happens. Okay. Sounds, sounds like a plan. <laughs> okay. Do you have any last questions? 
No, thank you so much for this. I think it was a great talk and I'm really grateful to, you know, pretty much go back and forth with this because I do know what I want, but sometimes you need a little push. I'm incredibly grateful to get it from you and to help me to see the big picture so I don't have to, you know, self-sabotage myself or second doubt myself. Um, Just going to get to it. So I'm going to give you one more. I want you to find an accountability person. Okay. Whether that's a friend, whether that's a mentor, whether that's, is it your boyfriend, fiance? Husband. 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 That will help keep you accountable because it's really easy to fall back into old patterns. Yeah, I know. And you, like you said, you came here with knowing really what to do, but you just weren't doing it. I think that's going to be the difference maker for you. Okay. Awesome. Tell people where to follow. Okay. So you can follow me on Instagram or my website, um, com. Can you spell that for everyone? Yes. It's I-A-L-L-A-M-O-Z-A-S. Perfect. Okay. So if you're interested in more about Ia, or you're a brand who wants to collaborate with her, message her on Instagram or her website. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Talk to you soon, Yeah. Have an amazing day. Take Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to hit subscribe so that you can get new episodes loaded straight onto your phone as soon as they're ready. And as an added bonus, when you subscribe, it helps other artists find this advice so we can learn how to make our art more valuable as a community. What could be better than that? And be sure to say hello and let me know you've been listening over on Instagram. My handle is at Artist Market Cup. I would love to hear from you.